shut your yeah. Your attention, please. We're gonna have a problem here. Yep, Chicago, we're back. Yo, yo. We took the week off, but uh, March Madness kind of got us bad, you know? Yeah, that, that first weekend kind of... We had our light bill cut off. <laughs> <laughs> Too many losses on the on the record there. No, we were we were gone. We had some stuff uh, come up, both work and personal stuff, but yeah, we just... Yeah, you know, No one's paying us to do these podcasts <laughs> yet. We are asking so, for sponsors. Yeah, so if stuff comes up, we're not going to press issue too much. I mean, we're we're, we're definitely going to be a little more consistent. You know, I got to, after the rough week, listen to some Gary Vee, listen to some Andy Frisilla, decided to get off my ass. Watched one Rocky movie. <laughs> no, just the montages on YouTube. <laughs> That's it. And uh, no, but uh, in all seriousness, we got to get we got to get back to it. And, and we want to do this. I mean, that's the whole reason why we started this, right? So we're back. And of course, we missed a, a, a ton of news in the week that we were off. Yep, we missed a majority of March Madness as well as NBA trade deadline. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. But let's start with the NCAA tournament first. I mean, we're down to the Elite Eight. Yes, sir. Um, it's actually mostly one seed. So it's, it's a little chalky, it feels like. For for a tournament that had a lot of upsets, it kind of still feels chalky. It sounds kind of weird to say. I mean, the, isn't that really the case with every tournament? At the end of the day, like it, the first couple rounds rounds of the tournament, you get the Cinderellas, the the, the deep runs, but eventually, like the the top seeds flex and they just really the they part, take over. The part that I'm mad about is the fact that we took a week off and now I can't make any Oral Roberts jokes. <laughs> Like what the fuck? That's really the reason why, <laughs> because I knew that was coming. We was get like, canceled. We are bigger than this. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I guess we're never too late for uh, some good oral jokes. Oh, <laughs> no, but it's it's looking like right now Baylor's up forty two to an eight. They're probably gonna win. Sorry, Arkansas. Pig Sui is dead. The must bus is dead. But never know, right? But. Gonzaga's out here putting ass whoopings on people, and Buddy has a Fu Manchu dunking on people. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, Gonzaga's looking real strong. Michigan too. I mean, shout out to Bowling's team. But it's it's been a these last couple of rounds have now been what we've kind of expected as far as winners. Yeah, and unfortunately, probably the two most remarkable shots that have been made were by or not made but taken were by losing teams yesterday. Alabama, Alabama shot. Yep, Alabama shot to force overtime. And then Oral Roberts, where Asmus actually just barely missed it. And he could have yeah. made that Oral Roberts joke, you know, a couple more days. <laughs> but, like, legitimately, it's going to Get them all off your chest, man. Now, now's the time to... I can't. My my PO, <laughs> my PO won't allow it. <laughs> no, but in, in all seriousness, like, I feel like it's... I, I don't really know of any stars that have, like, come out and bust out like that besides Asmus, really. From Oral Roberts, like he he's the only one that is like the mid-major school player that is busting out like how stuff Curry did and whatnot. Yeah, it's really been the the powerhouses playing together as a team as opposed to like Zion Williams and winning some games and getting into the Sweet Sixteen, which is you know it's it's good for college basketball itself, but it's kind of boring for someone that doesn't watch it like religiously. Yeah. But it always turns out that the motherfuckers that don't watch sports are the ones that end up getting all the, like, bracket contests, right? Yeah, so. exactly. That gives a chance to to update our Yep Chicago Bracket Challenge, which is kind of put together a little rushed. I mean, I know every every 
station or podcast or whatever has some sort of bracket challenge, but we decided to do while we were doing the podcast. Yeah. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think I was like, this is what we should do. We're like, let's do it. Let's run with it. But to update the standings, uh, in first place right now, we got our guy Gam. Second place, Mikey. And third place is a tie between uh, Francisco and Danny Graves. Was that the former pitcher, Danny Graves? Former pitcher, Danny Graves. Pitcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cincinnati Reds. Uh, Great closer. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, Friend I, of the podcast. I actually remember him from, like, the fucking When he was talking shit about the Cubs? No, no, no. Like, video oh. game days. I Ken Griffey, you know, he was on the Reds. And you were like, like, you're like Danny bring in Danny fucking, Graves yeah, to close yeah. it out. Like, you know, you have to start at least one franchise with him. Yeah, so those are our current standings right now. I'm actually in in fifth place, which I'm surprised because I had uh, Illinois to win it all. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a feeling these next couple of rounds I'm just going to just plummet because. Because of those major points. Right, because I'm, I'm losing out a bunch of points there. Like, I'm fifth in the standing out of a. A possible remaining seventy-seven for me, which is not good mm-hmm. in the total in the grand scheme of things. Well, Edgar, what do uh, what do the winners get? So we finally got the prizes together for the bracket challenge, and we got a couple of prizes in the way. And the way we're going to do this is uh, we have three prizes lined up, and the first the winner in first place is going to get their pick. Their second place winner will pick from the remaining two prizes, and then the person in third place will have the one. last remaining one. So. The first prize we're going to have is a gift card to Zany's Comedy Club. Second is a Benny's gift card. And third, the entire coffee collection from Tribe Coffee Co. Fancy. Brand new coffee company that just... Uh, shout out Sammy. Shout out Sammy. Just went live. Yeah, that shit looks good. Okay. It was really good. The entire collection is really good. But uh, I think I have to say this out of like a disclaimer that none of these companies are affiliated with this podcast. These are not sponsors. These are not uh, connected to them in He's any like- way. They're paying us. At least not yet. They're paying us. Benny Zanies and, and Tribe Coffee Co. right now are, are not sponsors of Yep Chicago. I think I need to say that legally before I start giving out their prizes and people think they're affiliated with us. But again, like I said, we should really have like applications. If you have a product out there that you want us to try, maybe we can shout you out. Maybe we can't do like sponsorships just yet, but if you want to give us some stuff, we're more than, <laughs> we're more than happy just to give it out to the people. Not, I'm, not, I'm not even shit. trying to do this in, in a selfish way. I'm going to fucking steal that shit. But give us give us like three so we can try the product ourselves. So we can give half of one away. And they can, <laughs> and then give the other remaining product away. But that's how we're gonna do it. Those are our three prizes. A Zany's gift card, a Benny's gift card, and the coffee collection from Tribe Coffee Co. I'll let Lee's decide how much value is gonna be on those gift cards. All right, stay tuned. I'm not, I'm not gonna give it before the, the final four is set. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, I gotta keep listening. And also, I had a couple other things lined up. Like, I got some uh, Yap Chicago stickers that are in the... They should be on the way. Saw them. They look dope. And I was looking at t-shirts. Some merch. The t-shirts, man, I they, they look good. But at first, I was I was thinking about getting them and then just being like, you get a t-shirt yeah. and you get a t-shirt. Yeah. Until I saw the price of... Wait, uh, wait, Edgar, are you saying fuck the listeners? Is that what you're saying? No, right no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying is that we have no financial backing at the moment. <laughs> True. And this is uh, just a product that we are giving out for free. We're talking about this podcast, not the t-shirts. All right. A t-shirt giveaway was the initial idea, but I don't know. I think we might still get them. If you want them, hit us up. How about we How about we trick all the listeners and we say, hey, if you guys want a free t-shirt, then uh, hit us up on, on Instagram or Twitter. Just tweet. On, on Venmo? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> just tweet it. But then right after I say that, I'm going to be like, free t-shirts do not apply. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be the just, case. Just or if they want to help in. us out. Look. 
Honestly, if, if we if we get the shirts, I kind of I kind of still want to get them, but I'm not sure. If, I'm not going to order like a hundred of them. The, you know? the the logo itself is pretty fire, if I say do say so myself, and it does pop a lot better on a t shirt as well and a hat, a t shirt, a hat, That's, a koozie, a it, bottle opener. To give you guys a a picture inside of my brain before we even recorded a podcast, Edgar showed me like a mock of a hat and I was or like a baseball cap, and I was like, "Fuck, I want one of those like today. Like I need yeah. them today." Like, fuck doing this podcasting shit. Just give me one of those hats. <laughs> but it's not even a thing yet. I don't, I don't care. I want a hat like that. Now, the, the the logo does look good on a hat. Shout out our designer, Dan, for uh, helping us out with that logo. He did, a, he did a great job on it, for real. And Thanks. we did come up with a good idea for colorways on the hat themselves, too. Like, sure. we'll have the initial colorway of the... The logo that you see on Spotify. Of the podcast, yeah. So it'll be the blue with the yellow logo on there. But, you know, let's say you, you're trying to go to a, a White Sox game and you dropped your socks hat did i say white Sox game yeah you did you meant it because you're actually a white Sox fan now no, no no i meant to say that but you were looking at me like i like i said something different like i don't know if i mispronounced so i said something no 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 i just thought oh okay no no no, no no that's fine yeah, yeah. i don't care I, I go to Sox teams all the time what are you talking about i'm just saying you know look i'm not like one of those fans that say i'll never step foot with that being said i'm gonna take Sox that, park i will take the opportunity to shit talk one of our friends um, he's quote unquote a diehard White Sox fan, Edson. He Ugh. the first game that he's going to go see this season is going to be a Cubs game. Are you serious? Yes. His <laughs> his girlfriend is a uh, pretty hardcore um, Cubs fan. For sure. She's gonna she's gonna bring him to a Cubs game. So you know, did she get tickets already, or did she just say? Yeah, did they just say they're gonna already. go for what opening day? No, nah, nah, nah. it's a, it's later on. I think against Milwaukee, but. I think it's like the second series or third series that you guys have at, at Wrigley. But I think it's the 13th. This is the game. So if Edson doesn't buy Sox tickets within a 30. No, no, before uh, going to that Cubs game. Then he's officially a Cubs fan. He's officially a Cubs fan. Yeah. Edson, welcome to the right side of town, to the uh, to the winning ways that are the Chicago Cubs and Chicago Cubs baseball brought to you from Wrigley Field, the friendly confines. Congratulations for finally escaping the clutches of the, the White Sox. Wow. And the South Side. Could never be me. You can attest I've gone to Cubs games with you and I actually wear my White Sox here while I go over there. And I get that annoying, oh, you're at the wrong game. Uh. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I think I, I don't I don't like the whole like let's be mad that you're in our park. Park. I, 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 but I also don't like the let's wear <laughs> Sox gear to Wrigley or Cubs gear to I don't do unless it. they're playing each other. But I don't do it, like, out of spite. I just do it because that's the only fucking hats I have. You don't have any other hats? I have, like, one Bears hat. That's it? Yeah. You just have White Sox hats. Yeah. I'm loyal. And then you can have a Yep Chicago hat. And a Yep Chicago hat. (laughs) That's true. But I'm a fucking stitch of White Sox logo on there. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Or, like I was saying before we got off track there, uh, we could have colorways with the Yap logo on there. So we'll have, like, a black hat with the white Yap logo. Yeah. Blue hat. That'd be a good logo. thing that if we um, put it out on social media and kind of allow people to decide what they think their favorite is. Yeah. That could probably be a, a nice little um, giveaway or something in the future. Or That's true. We got to start drawing up some mock-ups. True, true. So true. we could put them out. Along with those gifts that we announced earlier, there's going to be some merch in there. Definitely a sticker. Maybe a shirt if they come in time. And, I mean, honestly, just it, it supports the show. So that, thank you everyone that listens and whatnot. I know it's mostly people that we know and shit are friends. But that's all good. That's how we start, though. Yeah, of course. But fuck y'all tell, for not calling us. Tell, tell a friend. 
Shit. Or can they call us 312-985-6006 and leave a message? Dang, he, he just said, fuck y'all for not calling him and then put that number out there. So y'all better call this man. Yeah, we, we want the smoke. Yeah. And but the calls, please. <laughs> even if you guys want to talk about anything, it doesn't even have to be sports related. If it's, I'm pretty sure if it's funny, we'll put it on the podcast. I do got one that wasn't a call. What the fuck? Instead. They text the number? No, they... <laughs> The other Alicio, shout out other Alicio. He called me. He texted me one day and he's like, "Hey, what's the uh, what's what's the number?" And I gave it to him. But before I even he answered like right away, he just sent me like an audio file that he recorded on his what the fuck? on his phone. And he's like, "I couldn't remember, but I didn't want to call the wrong number, so I just recorded <laughs> I just recorded it on my phone and sent it to you." This is what we had to say. Hello, this is Alicio from the South Side. Um, shout out to Lise and all the Alicios out there. Um, I'm a longtime listener, first time caller. I've been listening to you guys talk sports for years, ever since you were down the dial. Uh, I just had a comment about the Bears. Um, I just want to say, like, we shouldn't be surprised by any of this. They always tell us we got a chance to sign the uh, star quarterback, but never do. They tell us we got a chance to get Watson. They tell us we got a chance to, to get Wilson. But we shouldn't be surprised because the Bears are who we thought they were. And the fans have let them off the hook. Now, if they want to crown Andy Dalton the starter, then crown his ass. But the Bears are who we thought they were. And they ain't never going to win a championship like this. All right, guys. Uh, bear down and uh, go Sox this year. Ah, oh, come on. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. That shit scared the fuck out of me. What? <laughs> he just went Danny Green on you? Yeah, yeah. that shit scared the fuck out of me. I mean, he's fucking <laughs> right. He's fucking right, though. Yeah, he had to kill it with the go Sox at the end. But, I mean, I loved it, but. No. I mean, he, he is right, and it's still kind of a cock tease because they're still talking about the possible Russell Wilson trade. Is it them, or is it just fucking... The media? The talking heads on ESPN and shit. See, this is where I think it's, quote-unquote, Team 3, the fucking Russell Wilson, you know, is like a little whole collective. I think they're still trying to put that out there so that he can either do one of two things, go to somewhere that he actually wants to go and that Sierra wants to go, or give him more control of the offense in Seattle. Which, they were doing really well at the beginning of the season, but their defense sucked ass, so Pete Carroll was just like, yo, let's start running the ball again so that our defense isn't getting their fucking shit pushed in every fucking five <laughs> plays. I don't know. I, I just don't like that I'm still seeing these, these trade possibilities. And they're so out of left field, too. They're like three-team trades, and we got to send this team over here. Yeah, and then That shit never happens. The in Bears the get Sam really. Darnold. It's like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you're right. Like, that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So why why keep putting it out there? I'm yeah. just gonna you know sit back and watch this Bears season. I'm gonna be if the Bears want to keep putting out, you know propaganda. Andy Dalton propaganda with you know hashtag QB one hashtag him fucking boxing. What the fuck do I gotta see black <laughs> and white photos of Andy Dalton boxing? Hey, that shit was funny when people were putting up photos of Nathan Peterman as yeah. with the Buffalo Bills QB one. <laughs> Nathan Peterman, the great QB. I saw- <laughs> It threw like fifteen picks in one game and shit. No, it's it's ridiculous. It's they're just pissing us off. But now that Russell Wilson probably isn't going to be coming to the Bears, I can start talking shit about him again um, <laughs> for not coming or for uh, for being himself. Like that fucking annoying ass video that he posted of him on a on a uh, peloton bike. Did you see that? No. It was like maybe a minute to minute clip where he's just on a bike. He has like five people. With notepads that are like writing shit down. Just studying him? Just studying him. You know, he has an arm guy. He has a leg guy. You know, posture guy probably. But all while the um, 
the Batman. What the fuck is a dude with the Bane? Yeah, while that part is going on. Yeah, that's. I mean, I was the, born in the dark. <laughs> you can't do those kind of like video quotes and then be quoting Jesus every other tweet. It's, it's so corny. It's just so corny. <laughs> yeah, you were right. When you were bringing it up. I was like, no, man. I don't know. <laughs> he. I don't he, think so. And the more I see it, the more I'm like, yeah, maybe Lisa's right. He's taking over JJ Watt from like the most corny player in the league. JJ <laughs> Watt, just every workout video. Yeah, he's all hard. The name. Hey man, but that was probably on the majority of people's workout playlist. Still is, baby. Including yours. Still is, yeah. And rise against. You know, you know, you're hitting the bag. Like this is ten percent luck. No, but it's it's been a cock tease for for Bears. They did sign Damian Williams though, which I like. Yeah, that's yeah. Go ahead. I think that's a good signing just because it gives them running back depth. Hopefully, it takes some touches away from. Uh, we were making fun of it before the show. Cordero Patterson <laughs> takes some some toss toss plays away from him. Fourth and two, toss left, weak side, short side of the field. Short side. The only thing that's scary is he played well with Andy Reid as his coach, which Andy Reid makes like every running back look good. Yeah, it's true. It like like Brian Westbrook and all those guys before them. Some guy named Buck Halter like went to the Pro Bowl while he was a fucking running back for him. Hey, so did Mitch though. <sighs> so maybe Matt Nagy can make anybody look good too. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Andy Orton. Andy Orton, as I referred to him earlier, as I have Randy Orton. As he's watching WrestleMania about to be clips and shit. Hey, just just Bad Bunny videos. I'm watching videos of Bad Bunny fucking up The Miz. I don't even know what a Miz is. You know what a Miz is. He's on the real world. Yeah, I know. Yeah, see? see, Don't don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about here. Uh, I know you're going to tune in, too. No, I haven't watched any wrestling main event. So actually, I did watch oh, last year's WrestleMania, which is probably one of the worst ones. No, no, I, the, the, I didn't. Wa- I didn't actually watch it. Watch it. I actually just watched like a clip of. Was there like a movie? Oh, match? you're talking about the Undertaker and yeah, uh, AJ yeah. Styles. That was really good. It was done very well. I'm not gonna lie. You know what? It kind of reminded me. I, I'm pretty sure you remember at the end of the season for NFL. For some reason, Seahawks games had really good fucking cameras. It looked like video games. Yeah, they had those AK cameras on the, uh, the end zone cameras whenever they score touchdowns. Yeah, it looked so real. It looked like a video game, even though that makes no sense. No, it makes sense. We all saw them. Yeah. And they're using them in the UFC now, too, with their, uh, when they're walking with the out. walking. Yep. Yeah. Which UFC, someone died on live TV. Someone's dead. D-E-D, dead. Your boy Stipe? You know, just dead. <sighs> Man, that was a scary knockout. He did a stanky leg. He did a fucking Fabo from uh, D4L and shit. <laughs> Uh, Francis Agano knocks out Stephen Miocic to claim the heavyweight title. And hey, thank you, fucking Francis Ngannou, because you won me a shot of Glass Azul, which is like a thirty dollars shot at the bar from a random person. Snow Montezuma. <laughs> True, it's like fifteen Montezumas. <laughs> but he absolutely murdered that man it, to the point where he actually had to do a like press release recently. Or today, rather, saying that he like got out of the hospital. Okay. Well, like, they have like, um, don't they have like medical suspensions put in place? They do have medical suspensions. I don't know what his is going to be. Sixty. Like, Sixty days. It's six. I saw. I saw it earlier. Sixty months. <laughs> <laughs> You're never fighting again. <laughs> no, it's uh, sixty days and then forty-five days of no contact. So he was. Okay. He got fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when, if you get hit by Francis and Ganu, I mean, that shit looked like fucking terrifying, bro. He looked like he got sniped, dude. Like. That's always super concerning with me. Um, I get the, you know, go till the ref pulls you off or something. But, like, sometimes you know Buddy is just out. So, with that being said, I am a boxing purist. Like, that's that's the sport that I love over everything. But you're more likely to die 
in a boxing match than in UFC. Because UFC, you get pulled off after one hit or two. Boxing, your natural reaction and everything you're taught is to get up and keep getting your ass whooped. So those continuous small blows end up adding up more than the big dumbass right one KO. Yeah. But then they take like fucking two to three hammer fists while they're down. Completely it, def- like literally defenses. The motherfucker's just stiff as a board and just bang, yeah. bang. It's just what's his name? Uh, fucking terrifying. I believe. I mean, I don't want to disrespect him. I'm actually going to look up his name. But some guy on live TV on DAZN actually died last year. Uh, he he got hit and head bounced off the canvas and died in the ring. He didn't die in the ring, but he died like a day or two after. Oh, they took him to the hospital. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember that. Patrick Day. Patrick Day. Yeah. Rest in peace, Patrick Day. Day. Damn. I wanted to get his name right because yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. But I don't know. I, I I'm surprised. I mean, you hope it doesn't happen also in the yeah, UFC, but, wood, but right. But it's just I can't help to think stuff like that anytime I see yeah. someone get knocked out and just take hammer fists to the face. It's the fact that UFC just looks so much more violent because even before he landed those punches, he landed a fucking kick, and everyone was like, "Where the fuck did that come yeah. from?" I'm gonna come at you like a spider monkey. <laughs> like, yeah, if Francis and Ghana starting throwing head kicks and defending takedowns. Everyone's gonna die. Oh my god, dude, that guy's gonna upset for John Jones, maybe, but. Who knows? He John Jones is he's looking thick, boy. I haven't seen pictures of him lately. John Jones is like walking around right now at like two forty something, two fifty something. Damn. And uh Stipe came in at two thirty. He looked light. Yeah, he looked Stipe light. Stipe looked a little light. He looked light. But maybe he was just trying to get like cardio, try to take him down and whatnot. But yeah. Did not work. But John Jones, I feel like he's a he's a different beast, man. He he's good at game planning. I feel like he'll be able to take away the stuff that Francis does well. Of course, Fran. Nganu has that one hit death power. Yeah. It's it would be a good fight. I, I felt like even though I don't like him, the the guy that showed out really well after his first uh, loss was uh Sean O'Malley. Yeah. Where he he, he got like a walk away knockout. <laughs> well or walk off knockout rather. Well that was at like the, the very last second of the fight. Yeah. But yeah. what was it, in the first or second where, first where he knocked Buddy down and he thought that was gonna be the walk off. Mm-hmm. He literally, the guy, he, the, he stopped punching. Yeah, he stopped punching him. He fell, started walking away, and the guy still had his hands up, like you know, he was still trying to fight. And that's where I think it, it gets kind of iffy with um, UFC and like boxing, because like, you try to, you would think like, all right, what if you just if you clip them, you know, and they stiffen up and fall? Do you do like a ten count if they're showing signs like Buddy did of that life. he was still trying to fight of life? If you show signs of consciousness, so obviously going. But then there's that like fine line where. If Sean O'Malley would have closed in on, on, on Buddy as soon as he knocked out, he probably gets an even earlier knockout than he did. You know what actually made me like him more? Uh, there, I actually don't. Really, I didn't really like him beforehand. He's a phenomenal stand-up fighter. O'Malley? Yeah. But afterwards, he was talking about how there's only 15 minutes in a fight. Might as well have fun during while, you, while you're in there. He's like, I don't, I don't want to finish it in the first round because... I wanted to get more run. I wanted to have more fun, all that shit. And then today on the um, Pat McAfee show, <laughs> he said that he printed out some T-shirts that, that you're going to get a right hand and it's going to take you all the way to Sugarland or something like that. And he said that in the first round, he knocked him down with a left hand. And he's like, I printed all these T-shirts and it said right hand. I got to make sure I knock him out with the right hand. <laughs> nah, fuck that. that. That's bullshit. That shit's fucking, that's ballsy as fuck to say in the UFC, though. Because it just takes one guy to yeah, he, to fuck your life up. 
even though he's he's gonna have a fight coming up soon or sometime soon, Conor McGregor. That's mm-hmm. kind of how he was. He was very brash, and now right. he's looking to get that rubber match for the series against uh, Dustin Poirier, which is kind of quick, like you said earlier. Yeah, that's official now, right? Or almost official? It's it just has to be signed. I guess it's gonna be in July that they're gonna have their rubber match. Because when was that fight? In March? No, Fe- February. I think it was late January. What maybe? month are we in? We're in March. We're in March. <laughs> <laughs> was that last month? I think it was in January, January? was it? I don't know, I'll man. Do you think Tyron Woodley's done? Yes. I think his he's going to be a gatekeeper from now on. He'll be able to beat the guys that are not good enough to be champions, but then he'll so he'll he'll look phenomenal a couple times. I'd say probably twice more. Yeah. Where he just knocks the fuck out of someone cuz he did rock him. He yeah. he hit him uh, pretty pretty solidly. And then he just came back, and it, it seems like his chin is kind of gone. Yeah, that, that's that's when he when he rocked him. He kind of wobbled him a little, got aggressive, tried to go in for the kill, and he ate one and went down. So my thing is, did you realize that he's thirty eight fucking years old? No, <laughs> no. I knew he. I knew he was. He, I know he wasn't like fresh, you know. But yeah. I, I didn't think he was thirty eight. Yeah. So when, I would have guessed like thirty five. When when 36. he did the when he did the octagon entrance mm-hmm. that's actually what we we were noticing because you know we we're just talking shit like that guy one weighs like 180 or like 175 or 165 whatever they fight at yeah and we're like damn he looks jacked and then we look at his age and we're like damn we feel like shit <laughs> we're like while we're eating wings like he actually looked better in this fight than he did his last fight he did but it's because he was more aggressive he let he let his hands go even physically, he just looked in shape. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, when you've been in the UFC that long and time's going to catch up with you, you know, all those wars. He was good when he was good. He got clipped. He was damn good. But now, like you said, that chin's going pretty quick. Yeah, it just takes one, a couple of shots and you're never the same. Nah, so what, he's probably going to hover, like, in the 10-ish rank area. He's, he's Like you said, he's probably going to be that gatekeeper, gatekeeper for people to jump into the top 10. Yeah, but how long does he want to do it? I hope not long, man. Just call it quits. Like, at, at that point, it's like, yeah, you had your run. You're a former champ. To be at the bottom of that top ten, it's easy for us because we're not in that world. We don't have that competitive drive to <laughs> to become like world champions at something. He he was the world champion. It was the Woodley weight, quote unquote. Yeah, but it, you also don't want to be that sad fighter. That's just DJ Penn. Just call him by his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. At least at least I wouldn't want to be that. Oscar as as more competitive. <laughs> you hear he was coming back to, or he. He, is yeah, it? Is he? I don't he, even know he, if anything's official yet. But. He has a three-fight deal with uh, Triller. I don't know how to say it. Thriller, Triller, whatever the fuck. I think it's Triller, but no opponent yet. No opponent. Why you want to get ready? You got until July. I'll beat his ass. There you go. You heard it here first on Yep Chicago. Look, I don't know if I can get down to a Deloya weight class. Boy, he's he, probably. What, what's he weighing? What's he walking in the ring right now? I'm. He's maybe probably, not right now, but like if he trains, maybe he has a camp right now until July. I'm saying like I'm guessing he's going to come in at like 180 something. You can make that in July. A, yeah, that's easy. That's easy work. April, May, June, about three and a half months. Work. Let's go. One eighty-five. One eighty-five. Nah, there's no way. That's too much weight. I got to cut there. What are you like? Two twenty something. Two thirty-five. Two thirty. Good. Nah. I like that, dude. I didn't change anything in my diet. I just stopped boozing, except not drinking alcohol anymore. Yeah, I stopped boozing for what two, three months, and I lost like twenty-five pounds. That's all that beer weight, though. I'm not exactly, you know, drinking enough beer to think that it's making that much of a difference in my weight. Damn. I just... I guess I was, huh? I just can't stop eating. <laughs> I guess I was. 
Hey, man. When it touches my lips, it just tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> when I stopped drinking, I lost probably like 10 to 15 pounds like pretty fast. I, w- I will say it's because for me, at least, it's like the food that you eat while you're f- drinking. Yeah. Yeah. You got a basket of fries next to you. Yeah. Some nachos, wings. some wings. And then you fucking go home and you eat some Maxwell's or Jim's. Isn't that the fucked up part? Like, you like shouldn't you be ate. hungry. You literally just ate and had maybe like six to eight beers. Yeah, man. And for some reason on that drive home, you're like, fuck. That's that's kind of what happened on Friday for some, me. I could use some grilled onions right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what happened on Friday for me. What'd you hit up? We went to Arbella, I believe is the name of the place. It's a bar. Um, it was decent. But after that, we went to Blue Light. So it was one of those days. And yeah. then after Blue Light, we hit up Maxwell's. Maxwell's on 31st. But you didn't eat anything at Blue Light. I didn't eat anything at Blue Light, but I sure damn well drank as much as I could. Yeah, see? So that's but, not the, the worst. We ate to last second, and then once I got home, I had like a fucking yogurt parfait thing that I had. What the fuck? Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to up my intake of calories. You trying now. to gain that weight back, though? All, to, that gain, all that weight you just lost? Nah, it, it was like a fucking Greek yogurt thing. Oh, so it's so, protein. So I had the shit. protein in there. <laughs> Not fat Greek yogurt in there. Woke up with those protein farts, though, boy. Oh, this is the beer farts right there, man. That wasn't the combo. That wasn't the yogurt. Shit. Should have ordered some White Castle for that trifecta. Oof. You know, another shitty thing. Eloy is dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it transitioned. There. Oh, man. That's, that's a solid transition there. <laughs> when it happened, I remember texting you and I said, Eloy out. Five to six months. I did No, I, oh, no. I, I, oh, I just said out for the season. Yeah. I saw Elo eye for the season. He dislocated his shoulder. That swing's not going to be right. I was just fucking around. Yeah. I obviously didn't hope. I wasn't hoping that Eloy uh, would be really hurt there, but yeah. was it a torn pec? Torn pec, yeah. Oh. Did you see that torn pec video of that guy on the uh, incline bench? No. I know. Sorry to take this bad radio right now. But his pec, you literally see the entire muscle move from his shoulder to, like, the inside pec. So you just sh- see it shoot. Yeah. Yeah, that's that tendon right here. Yeah. That connects it. Just, it just popped straight in. Did it turn, like, purple instantly? Not instantly, but you can tell. You, you can tell it hurt him a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Instant screaming. Because he dropped that barge on his neck. Nah, someone someone was there to spot him. Hey, shout out to that spotter. As you always <laughs> should have someone spotting you. Shout out to that spotter. But yeah, Eloy, Eloy popped that like the same way, G. He, he's fucking dead why, now. Why the fuck is he hanging on on walls in spring training? So Why even go up for it? Like, you're really trying to make a highlight play in spring training? I, I honestly feel like players should take spring training the w- same way I do. Like, no one gives a fuck, G. <laughs> like, seriously. The only bad things can happen in spring training, right? Yeah, just go just go find your swing. Go get your timing right. Like, what, what the fuck are you doing? Like, If you want to do a Jose Canseco and headbutt it over the fence, Cabecita. go ahead, man. Boop. I don't know. It's just... Cabecita. I thought we said we are done with the Oral Roberts jokes. <laughs> 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 no, but it, Eloy isn't the first kind of mishap he has in he's the outfield. He's over three. He's over three in, but, uh, uh, against the wall. Just fuck. Just, just Eloy. Just let the ball go, man. I know it's too late to say now, but yeah. Hopefully he heals. And it looks like you know with, with the five to six month timeline. That's a long ass time. It's a long ass time, but I, I saw somewhere that you know, optimistic hopes is that he's back, like maybe for a playoff run or maybe even toward the end of the season, but. So I talked myself into it already. Um, <laughs> I already spun it. So you remember 2016, 
Kyle Schwarber came back. Kyle Schwarber. Hit that fucking. Yup. Mm-hmm. It was a great playoff series, too. There you go. He had a great playoff run. So, you know, Eloy. So what's happening? Eloy's going to follow suit. <laughs> Bet the boat. Oh, shit. Now, it's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone does compare this team to the, the 2016, uh, or they were last year, but. It's it was a fucking bummer. I was depressed in our group chat. Someone said something. And I was just like, it just hurts. Like, <laughs> just fucking hurts. And this is why I'm pessimistic all the time. Like, when, yeah, but you can't. Like you, you guys were hype. Like you guys were the ones that were saying like, oh yeah, the Sox are gonna be good. And I'm like, they're still gonna be good. Something's gonna happen, man. They're still gonna be good, man. That lineup is deep. You know what? So I'm hoping that Andrew Vaughn learns how to play left field in the next 72 hours. Is that really your best option? I feel like you have. Who? Lori Garcia, but Andrew Vaughn gives you a better pop. So let him DH. But then Yasmani likes to Yaz. <laughs> he, you know, when he's not catching, he's usually DH or Jose Abreu. I don't know. Because I just, he's secretly 47. I just, <laughs> I don't think Andrew Vaughn he's has to be your answer. He doesn't. Can he be? Sure. It'd be, an, it'd be a nice. It'd be nice. It'd be nice. But I don't think he has to be. It doesn't have to be, but I think it's going to be – that's going to be a huge part now because I already thought that our outfield, we needed, like, one more person yeah. for oh, shit circumstances like this, and now it's an oh, shit circumstance. Before the season even started. Yeah. If I can knock on wood, if something happened to Louise Roberts, I'd fucking sacrifice my firstborn child. Oh, boy. I love that, man. First <laughs> – He's my – he's – irrationally, he's my favorite player. Louise Robert? Yeah. You got the jersey yet? No. Do you own a soccer jersey? I don't think I've ever seen you in a soccer jersey. I had, I did, but I don't really But not jerseys. when you were a kid. No, no, no I, I have them that fit now. Oh, so. you have a grown, a grown, <laughs> a grown man jersey? No, motherfucker. I'm more like <laughs> when I was 10. A teen? A Carlos Lee. <laughs> I got to bring him up. Yeah, come on. Could he fucking Could have been Cubs. anyone else. He fucking Carlos Lee. Kills the Cubs. That's why. Or Maglio. O-E-O Maglio. O-E-O. Um, See, I remember that from going to... Cubs, uh, Sox games when I was a kid. Yeah. I just never stuck. I don't know. I never was like... Honestly, I went to way more Sox games as a kid. But when you would come home, you would watch the Cubs from school? Not really. It was about watching cartoons. Uh, I don't know. This is, I guess it was more of a my brother bringing me along into... When I was watching stuff, it was because my brother was watching a right. Cubs game. And I think that's where it stuck. But I do find it weird that of all the Cubs, of all the Sox games I did go, go to, I was never like, this is my team. Right. I get you. <laughs> it happens, though. I mean, it, there's a lot of people. I, I think that the WGN connection is a very good connection for the city, uh, for kids. Right. I feel like it being on marquee kind of is going to fuck shit up. Kind of hurts it a little bit. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because you, I, I know a, a ton of people, like my oldest sister, she would come home from school and watch the Cubs game. She's the only one that is in my family that watches, or that is a Cubs fan. Yeah. But my dad always brought me and my middle sister uh, to Sox games, so we just kind of stuck. But yeah, now I'm gonna cry because of the Eloy. No, I think you guys are still gonna be okay, and we're we're not gonna dive too too much into into baseball because for the show to end the week, we are planning on doing more of a deep dive, deepish dive. We're gonna be talking about the shift on Cubs, <laughs> <laughs> more of a deepish dive on Cubs socks just because it is opening day. Oh yeah, before we get out of here, uh, one other big piece of news that we missed while we were gone. Why am I talking like this? He's having a stroke, everyone, ladies and gentlemen. I'm the one that took the second vaccine today, and this guy is the one that's having a stroke. I get mine tomorrow, so we'll see what happens. But we'll also see what happens with the Bulls, 
after their big trade deadline. There you go, Splash. Mike Greenberg. There you go, Mike there Greenberg. You go. <laughs> <laughs> the Bulls acquired Nikola Vucevic. Oh. Vucevic. Vucevic. Vuce. Vuce. Vuce Main. Shout out Tony Gill. <laughs> yeah, that could be our that could be our team thing. Rappers. Nah, that we gotta make too many comparisons now. Hey, we already have a rapper on the team with Denzel Valentine could be just be himself. <laughs> What's his name? Zell or whatever the fuck? I think it's just Denzel Valentine. I gotta look it up. Did he have a rap name? I remember listening to the album. I don't remember Bobby Valentino? <laughs> what happened to Bobby Valentino? I don't know. D E D dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, with the Bulls acquire uh <laughs> Should we <get laughs> Nikola Vucevic and uh who else from, from Orlando? Uh Al Farouk Amino. Yep. Daniel Tice from Boston. Daniel Tice from Boston and uh something green. Troy Brown Jr. Yeah, Troy Brown Jr. from Wizards. Mm-hmm. Shout out Wizards, Russell Wilson dropping. Dude. Did you see that line? Yep. Russell Wilson. Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. I, I may dropping have said 35, 35 points, 14 rebounds, 21 assists. And the most impressive thing was that he did it while coming into the game wearing like an all blue bandana suit. <laughs> Motherfucker was coming in here crib walking. I don't even think that's the most impressive part of the game. I think the most impressive part was uh, Chandler Hutchinson getting 18 points off the bench. Do you think that was mostly off of his... Or Daniel Gafford, eleven points, six rebounds, two blocks. It'd be it'd be super <laughs> funny if they actually turn into good players. Not that, not that they weren't, and I mean they weren't good here, but you know what I mean. Actually productive. Yeah, like productive role players, consistent, productive role players. Right, but but I mean for the pieces we got in return and for what went out, the Bulls killed it. It's it's a yes and no because at, at a certain point you have to take a swing, right? In the NBA, you have to take a swing. You also have to show the rest of the league that you're not a fucking laughing stock like <laughs> Chicago has been. Right. So they go out and get Vooch. So it actually shows teams like, hey, we actually want to win. On the counter of that point is the fact that they gave up two first-round picks. Yes, they're top four protected at that point. And they're top four protected only. Um, the likelihood of the Bulls getting a worse pick than like the Timberwolves right now, or a better pick, quote-unquote, than the Timberwolves or something like that is very unlikely. So you're kind of off the top four, off of the, the shitty teams are, are behind them already. But it, it's just, it, once again, it's maybe it's my pessimistic brain. But I just think that Vooch is very similar to Zach Levine, in which they're both offensively good players to great players, have a high ceiling on offense. But on defense, they're a little flat-footed, mm-hmm. which San Antonio exploited. Of course, it was his first game playing with him. It was his first game, no practice. Yeah, but they're also losing by like 30-something points. It happens. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the NBA. <laughs> it's a, you you got to fall back to, to bullshit fucking sayings that people say. Right. It's a make-or-miss league. Right. <laughs> sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're not. <laughs> but that's that's the only thing I'm skeptical about i believe in the front office and that this is after me being hype and saying fuck we got vooch right i don't want to overreact too much to the to the two to the two draft picks thing because i mean in theory they shouldn't be high picks right because now you got vooch now you got zach you expect them to make project pet is going to develop right they don't have as much time to to mesh together especially with this big road trip coming up after this tough road trip that they might they're going to start kind of being able to recognize how to play with each other and 
just be a better overall team than with the than they were with the pieces that were here. Yeah, I do. I do absolutely think I that mean, they're Vuce, a better team. Vuce over Wendell. Yes, you get out of out of Porter out of here. Which I mean, when you barely even stayed on the court, mm-hmm. Challen Hutchinson wasn't even playing. It, g- it gives them more minutes. Uh, Project Pat Daniel Gafford came in, ran around, dunked a couple balls, got four fouls, and sat on the bench the rest of the time. Yeah, Daniel Tice is going to be an actual role player. But my thing is, do we want to get stuck into the same purgatory that we were when Jimmy Butler was the best player on the team? Consistently four seed to eight seed. Never quite good enough to actually be competitive, but not bad enough to get a good pick. No, I, I don't know. I just think with this different front office, and like you said, like it's this is like sending a message to the league, to free agents, that uh, this is a different Bulls organization than it was back now. then. You can see a big free agent looking at this team, and you're like, fuck, it is Chicago. I can go out there and, and make some noise with these guys. Yeah, and hopefully his draft record is really good. He right. had, he's he got a ton of people in Denver. It's just, can he replicate it here? And I, I truly hope he does, but it's just for for one guy that's not a transcendent player, It just it's scary, that's all. It, it can blow up very quickly because what it's, to be exact, it was a... What, 2021 and what other pick? 23. I know there was a year in between first-round picks. Yeah, it's because you can't trade uh, back-to-back. Mm. The Stepien role. It's a... Who? The, the <laughs> Cleveland Cavs <laughs> former GM traded a shit ton of picks in a row. And then he's like, I'm out of here. No, nah, and then there <laughs> was, it was such a bad move for Cleveland that they actually made a rule. And Real? I didn't know that. Yep. Damn. That That's how you know you're a bad GM. <laughs> right? They make rules... And yeah, you also can't trade. Hey, G, chill with them draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> you might need those later, man. Yeah, you also can't trade past seven years. Um, but sorry, my bad. Let's see. Uh, sorry, I nerded out a bit. Zach Levine. Let's see his contract. Well, he's good for this year and next year. Right. So my thing is, hypothetically speaking, if he leaves after next year, then we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I think he. I think I think he's gonna stay too. I think he's gonna stay. But I don't think he's actually leaving. Let's say the hypothetically, this year's twenty one, next year's twenty two, twenty three, which would be the year that the pick conveys. Mm-hmm. If he's gone, we're dead. Well, I'm gonna look at it from the positive, positive standpoint, standpoint and say that we have two, that we have two NBA All Stars, <laughs> uh, a seemingly deeper bench with hopefully when we, we don't want to say. Well, we don't know what the bench is now. Wait, we still got to let the let, let these guys get used to each other, see how they develop with Billy. But which is a big thing today too, because today Monday they actually switched up the lineup as well. They put Laurie on the bench and put Thad Young in the starting lineup today to kind of switch things up, and I think kind of send a message to Laurie how they were singing on the pregame show. But I I do think the team is better. It's just the fact that it's scary. Well, I'm definitely going to stay more on the positive side. I'm going to stay away from the vibes that Lee's giving off the Bulls. I'm going to just be happy that the Bulls have another all-star, that Zach has someone to – that the Bulls finally have a second option on offense. I'm still heartbroken about Eli. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like, I He's going to continue fuck. that. You can't You can't keep those vibes going, man. I can't, but can't, hopefully – can't have that. We're going to deep dive a little bit more into uh, baseball for our next. Wednesday recording Thursday show. Next episode. For our next episode, so that way we can make sure – Hopefully, I you know get a little bit more optimistic. Give us a call three one two nine eight five six zero zero six with what you think either the Cubs or the White Sox are going to do this year. What stuff you're looking forward to from each side of town? 
please leave a message, guys. That way we can, you know what, this is a perfect time to start shit-talking to each other, whether you're a Cubs fan, Sox fan. We are a pro-shit-talk podcast. And my thing is, I feel like it's the perfect time. You can leave your hot takes, anything of that nature, on there. Or Edson can call in and defend himself. No, he can't. He's banned from the show. <laughs> just so he can't defend himself. Yeah, we're we're just gonna leave it at that. Edson is now a Edson is now a Cubs fan and that's the end of the story. Yep. That's the end of that. He's never gonna get brought up on this podcast ever again. Yep. But yeah, guys, leave a message. That way we can even play it. Uh hopefully you have a little rant go on like the other Alicia. I think you sent me an Eloy rant too, but we'll 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 save that Eloy rant for uh I'm not ready. For the for the baseball episode. But until then, again, 312-985-6006. Call us and let us know your thoughts on the upcoming baseball season. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at YapChicago underscore or my personal page at EP773 underscore. Or at mine, which I always forget, but I am going to look up. I think it's at Lee's 922. Yeah, Lee's 922. Let's go. <laughs> As you can tell, we are very social media savvy. On this podcast. Yeah. I, I fucking suck at social media. Just uh, don't don't read my old posts, please. <laughs> at Leezus nine two two. Uh follow us. We even though we suck. Is it Leezus or Lees? Lees. Lees nine two two. Even though yeah. we suck at social media, Speak we do for yourself. I suck at social media. I do interact I'm not with, that great either. I, I do interact with most people that leave I try. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I show love. I'm not I'm not I'm not too big to fucking Yeah dog anybody or be like nah who is you i'm not gonna retweet you i or I, like your shit once again i do like shit talk it's it's what gets me up in the morning thank you guys very much for listening we will see you guys please i'm edgar this is yet i love you boy. <laughs> <laughs>